Hey, and welcome back to our podcast, My Sisters TBR. I'm Stacy, And I'm Rebecca. We're two sisters co-hosting a bookish podcast where we'll be talking about our past, current, and future reads. And trying to keep everybody up to date on the book world. Mm-hmm. So this episode, we'll be talking about our month's reads and their ratings. Mm-hmm. Of course, spoiler free. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then also discussing our featured read for the month. Which was Never Never by Colleen Hoover and Taryn Fisher. Mm-hmm. So if anybody is new here and not familiar with our featured reads, basically each month we'll pick a book that we will discuss in our end of month episode without any spoilers. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the episode, we'll discuss with loads of spoilers. Yes. But we will give you lots of notice to get out of the episode. So we don't ruin a book for you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you have like four weeks to read it. So yeah, exactly. So it's no excuses. Yeah. Join us in the fun. <laughs> Why not? And I mean, if you have no intention of reading the book. Yeah. Then then you can stick around and listen to us make fools of it of ourselves. Why not? <laughs> 99% of our episodes. True. Mm-hmm. So to start out, let's talk about our reads this month okay it wasn't a very good month for either of us i don't think no we've been very preoccupied this month i can't focus on more than like one or two things at a time Mm -hmm. so yeah you've got quite the life change coming up um yeah i'm just moving nine thousand kilometers away but that's it it's no big deal i will walk nine thousand (laughs) kilometers um so basically our next 12 episodes are mm-hmm. going to be a little bit different. Yeah. As we try and do the virtual Remote. recording. Remote recording. Yeah. For our podcast episodes. So it's going to be different. I think it's going to have a different feel because, as you all know by now, we are literally just sat on a couch talking to each other and we just happen to record it for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're just here along for the yeah. ride. So this is going to be different because. We're not going to have that same setting mm-hmm. for 12 episodes. That's going to be really weird. Yeah. So bear with us. The first couple may be very wonky. Mm-hmm. As I'd we say there's going to be some difficulties yeah. with technology. But we'll figure it out. We're going to try and deliver good episodes to, mm-hmm. to you guys. Yeah. Good quality. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like Ross <laughs> when he starts making martinis. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. It's fine. It is fine. Yeah. So that is um, my one thing that I have been focusing on. Yeah, but it's it's a big thing. It's occupying a lot of your your brains. Yeah. Stress. Uh, mine is just work. Yeah. Hey, it's busy time. It is a busy time. Mm-hmm. Tax season. Yay. So let's escape from our reality here. Lovely. Woo. Great coping mechanisms. <laughs> All right. What was the first thing you read for this month? Oh, okay. First thing I read was Tide by Carrion Cole. Hmm. This is, yeah, it's a series. I don't know how many books because I haven't done like a deep dive on it or anything, but uh, it's book two of All Torn Up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read these, the, these two back in 2017, I think it was. So this was mm-hmm. a reread for me. 
So that's long enough to forget. Oh, I definitely forgot. I started this book and I'm like, hmm, this is like vaguely familiar. And <laughs> <Wait>. then, yeah. <laughs> then I, I read this. <laughs> looked into it and yeah, I read it in 2017. Okay. Uh, it's a romance. It is listed as like a dark romance, but given some of what I've read over the last couple years, mm-hmm. I wouldn't classify this as like a dark romance. You're kind of like... This is like baby level. You're used to it now. Yeah. You're desensitized. Yeah. Okay. It's 428 pages and I rated it three stars. Hmm. First time I read it, I think it was more of like a four star rating, but You're I've read more picky now. Yeah, I've read yep. some of some really great books since. So I'm, you know, I'm lowering it to a three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Tide follows a story of Holly and Tyler, both having traumatic pasts find themselves tied to each other. Holly was kidnapped at the age of five and rescued by Tyler 11 years later. Wow. He uh, found her in a hole out in the woods. That is literally terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's a recluse. He's like tortured by his own past. He's living a solitary life. So he's out living in these woods. He's got pretty decent little house. And uh, yeah, so he comes across her and um, she keeps since i mean she was five years old when Mm -hmm. he literally took her off the street uh she had a backpack with all these uh like fairy tale stories did tyler kidnap her and put her in the hole no 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 a different person yeah this is a a different okay the way that you worded that just then i was like wait sorry hold on okay continue uh yeah so this man he Mm -hmm. took holly straight off the street um yep just up gone (laughs) She had a backpack with all these like fairy tale storybooks in them, in it, and so that's what she's had as comfort for these eleven years is reading God. these, yeah, fairy tale stories. So when Tyler rescues her from the hole, she's like, "This is my prince." Mm-hmm. Like in every yeah literally. story, there's a prince that saves mm-hmm. the the princess. So she held on to that. She's trying to um, like reconnect into her family because I mean, for eleven years they thought that. I mean, they, they've done the searching. They've, you know, spent years and years thinking that she's still out there. They mm-hmm. need to find her. And, but, I mean, eventually you get to a point that, you know, even like the authorities are telling you, you know, there's no chance that she's still alive. There's, yeah. you know. They had to have closure. So, yeah. And, yeah. So she feels now that she's been replaced, that this That's isn't so her sad. family anymore. Like, it just, yeah. you know, it just doesn't feel right. So, anyways, her and Tyler really start to connect because given his past – he was in a bad accident. He was like disfigured and et cetera, et cetera. There's more. I don't really want to spoil it for mm-hmm. anybody. But so he's living out in the trees and she likes that solitary. Yeah, life, I bet. Right? I mean, she's so used to being. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, this is kind of like a grumpy versus sunshine sort of. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Who's the sunshine in this situation? Uh, kind of Holly. Like it's not your normal sunshine. I don't mean that she's almost the golden retriever okay right like she yeah so she didn't lose her personality during all that trauma well can't really say that either but just read it okay i, I recommend okay. reading it Noted. Uh, <laughs> but yeah so she she likes the life that tyler has the solitary so she she tends to stick around tyler and mm-hmm. anyways yeah yep. uh the book was gut-wrenching obviously given the nature of what it's about mm-hmm uh, you get some pretty bad visuals, I guess. Is, yeah. I mean, it's not like a big five-star read or anything, but it was really good. And the characters did stick with me. 
And it is, like I said, part of that series, but each novel is standalone. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to read the other ones. Yeah. The first book was about Torn. And that is sort of like an age gap father's best friend (laughs) story there. Uh, So that's another another one you might want to check out. Yep. But yeah, three stars for that one. Okay. It was was a good one. No, that sounds really good, actually. What was your next read? So... Yeah, this has not been a good month for me. <laughs> but my first read for this month was The Fae Princes by Nikki St. Crow. Uh, that is the fourth book in the Vicious Lost Boys series. We've talked about this for so many episodes now. It's the because Peter it's Pan. So yes, it's the Peter Pan retelling series. Fantasy romance, um, 226 pages. I'm not going to go over the plot again mm-hmm. because. I feel like we've talked that to death, but it's just Peter Pan retelling. A dark, dark Peter Pan retelling. Yes. For adults, yeah. not for your kids, do not read them to this during their bedtime stories. <laughs> uh, I rated it a five. Yeah. I rated it a five, too. It was so oh. good. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Yep. I just, I'm obsessed with that series, and I mm-hmm. wish that it didn't end. Yeah, because this one was the final yep. book. She only just released that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in March, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but mm. she did say in the acknowledgments, I think, um, that this was the end yeah. of the story for Wendy and the boys. But now she's releasing a different perspective mm-hmm. book from Rock's perspective. Yes. We we can, yeah, we can dig that. We like the morally gray characters. <laughs> Yeah, even if it's a little darker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one's going to be interesting, too, because it's a MMF book. Uh, most that I've read is MFM, mm-hmm. which is male, female, male. So MMF is all sorts of different because we're going to get some rock and hook action. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because That's going to be interesting. That was hinted in one of, uh, I think it was the last book. Not the Fae Princes, but the one before, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, tension there between Rock and Hook, which is pretty cool. And then, especially with the ending of the Fae Princes, that <gasps> it was full on. I wasn't expecting it. No. He said the things that he said. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay, sir. <laughs> five stars all around. Yeah. That whole series, five she stars. She really can't do wrong, I don't think. No. You said that she also has a vampire series, right? Oh, yes, she does. Yeah. So I think we need to be my do a one. yeah, a big old delve on Nikki St. Crow. Mm. Did you see the new covers that she released for that series? I did. You did? I did. <laughs> <laughs> They're so pretty. Yeah, they really are. Um, yeah, because they were, well, they are. I mean. They still used, are, yeah. but not as noticeable. Yeah, like the black and white, like grungy look of like their faces. Mm-hmm. But now, isn't it just skulls? Yeah, right now it's just it's just a black and white like it's just the skull, mm-hmm. um, a little tiny bit of their face you can oh, see okay. off to like the left. I think it is. Yeah. But now the covers are like there's wings mm-hmm. and flowers, and flowers. Yeah. But it's still the skull, but not That's as so cool. prominent. So it just looks prettier. It's so pretty. It's a really neat like visual representation mm-hmm. of Wendy and the four. I want that as a trophy on my shelf. The four of them. As a trophy? Yeah. What? Trophy. The books. I don't... Why, why do you call it a trophy? 
I don't know. I've always called them trophies. What? Like, okay, when you buy a book on your Kindle, yeah. What do you call it when you like buy them again? The book, physical copy. I call it a trophy. <laughs> I don't know why. I've never heard that. <laughs> Any book that I rebuy, the physical copy from my Kindle, I'm like, that's a trophy right there. <laughs> yeah, okay, I read I, that. I, I... <laughs> okay, I, I read that bitch. <laughs> I understand, but I just I did that book. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, interesting. Okay, well, I want those books okay. on my shelf. <laughs> oh, okay, what was your next read? Oh, my next read. Oh, it was not a good one. Oh no. I talked about it last episode, Mind to Ben by Arulia Knight. Mm -hmm. It's number one of Stolen Obsessions book. And I don't know what the others are, and I don't care to look them up. Oh, dear. Here yeah. we go. Uh, it's a dark romance, and I think she could literally just drop the romance. Just dark. Yeah, it's just dark. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, I only rated it a two, but it uh, maybe it should only be a one, because <laughs> honestly, but think about it. Like, I really wanted to DNF this book like, the whole time I was reading it. I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah. Mama didn't raise no quitter. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I had to keep reading it. It was only 268 pages. Yeah, you may as well. Push I through. could suffer through. <sighs> that needs to be a one. I'm gonna change that to a one. You're gonna. I'm edit so it. Okay. sorry, but I. Hey, it wasn't your cup of tea. I know, but even though it wasn't my cup of tea, like I hate like bashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like people kind of listen to our our suggestions here. I don't know because I. <laughs> I've been saying that it's a bad book, and I've already seen two people on my Goodreads friends account put it as to read. Don't do it! Okay, you know what? I mean, learn for yourselves. Okay, honestly, like, yes, read it. Go for it. Like, I, I would still like to talk to you about it. Yeah. <laughs> still like to see their writing on yeah. their Goodreads account. So, this book, um, in a loveless marriage, Serafina hauls her husband, Tim, to couples counseling. Shane is their therapist, and immediately upon seeing Sarah, he knows that she belongs to him. Very possessive. Mm. Uh, and will literally do whatever it takes to make her his. See. So that to me sounds like, oh, like that's my cup of tea. I was literally just about to say that. See, yeah. me hearing that, I'm like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. possessiveness is mm. a-okay in my book. Yep. Like um, but it's just so messed up. There was... Like, I'm all for, like, we've talked about the morally gray characters, but this mm -hmm. guy was, there was no green flags. It was just all red. Yeah, so you need a balance. Yeah, you definitely need a balance. Mm. Yeah. He was stalkery, and not to mention, I can't even say it because it's a big-ass spoiler, but can there's we... other things that he does that's very, very bad. Can you say it and we cut it out? Because I want to know. He whoa yeah yeah what the frig <laughs> okay that's okay right it's overkill it's <laughs> it didn't need to happen um anyway mm -hmm. yep i'm all for the dark romances i'm all for like this darker mm -hmm. thing i mean i read and enjoyed haunting adeline yep <laughs> you know like i have i have read some dark sheep you've been there yes but this was just 
over the top mm, and not like i said done. no no and like i said no green flags to him whatsoever other than that it just it felt poorly written like things were rushed i mean the book needed more pages maybe in sarah's point of view everything is repetitive like she's just whiny and just stuff was just like there's no character mm. progression whatsoever and it was just like at one point through it just all of a sudden she's like oh i love this man right Her like stalker yeah like oh it's just okay. yeah well we will leave it with the one star yeah what was your next one my next one was just our featured read but oh. i'm still reading a Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah Jane. Oh, it's my favorite. Where are you two? So, Feyre is in the Night Court. Okay. And I know that this says more about me. I know I'm the problem. <laughs> but I have loved Reese since he <laughs> showed up at the Spring Court. Uh, I don't think you're the problem. Because I think Sarah is just that good at writing okay, morally gray characters mm. yeah because I love him. anybody who says that they don't like reese is just there's, there's just no way yeah like the way that she describes him mm -hmm. i like him more than tamlin sorry <laughs> i said it i said it but then again there's still a couple more books i'm gonna change my mind again i really like tamlin at the beginning too yeah so I just like jumping around. Only time was hell. Yeah. My uh, favorite is Cass. Since mm. since the get-go. Like, since he was introduced, I mean. I'm going to meet him so, soon. Yeah. You are. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, But yeah. So that's just obviously not red, but I just want to talk about <laughs> that. Because I am obsessed We need now. to actually talk about it and be able to talk about spoilers. We need, at, when we're done the full series... Mm -hmm. Me, you, and Ilsa. Yep. We're going to have a full Aquatar episode. Yep. Whoever doesn't want to listen, just don't tune in that week. Yep. I mean, we could upload it as a completely bonus. True. Additional. Because, oh my gosh. I know there's so much we could talk about. <sighs> okay. Ah. All right. <laughs> so, anyway, back on track. So, our featured read for this month was Never Never by Colleen Hoover and Taryn Fisher. This had a lot of back and forth reviews. Oh, yeah. They were one stars, two stars, some five stars. Yeah. Uh, so I think I read some out on our last episode, I think. Yep. Yeah. Of like some people saying that like, what was one of the reviews said? Uh, the title should be taken as a warning. <laughs> never, never pick this up. Like, That's harsh. It's funny, but it's, it is it's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like I wouldn't go that far. No. Um, so the genre was YA romance. Which is uh, different for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lately like, anyways. Yeah, we like our dark lately. Mm -hmm. I rated it like... I, I, I put in three. Mm -hmm. I put in four. I can see why. Mm -hmm. I just... The ending. You just have to omit the epilogue from your memory. Just that, that didn't exist. Just forget it it's so hard to do it i, I wish i could because like the ending was so unnecessary yeah if they explained it a little bit differently maybe i think just don't no just don't have it end the way that it did i think the biggest issue with this book and why it's been getting so many bad reviews is because they're marketing it towards colleen hoover's 
fan base. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't do that because Colleen Hoover's fan base is contemporary romance. Yeah. New adult romance. Not this sci-fi mystery Mm -hmm. novella. That that, is so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So I think if they just marketed it as sci-fi, it would have gone over better, I think. Which, like, we enjoyed the book. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still rated it four stars. Yeah. Yeah. It was still so good. Maybe we should tell them what the book was about. Oh. (laughs) Hey, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, originally, this was actually a series. A three-book series. Right. Um, But they just put it into the one when they re-released, like, with the new Mm -hmm. cover. Um, Which explains because the book is split up into, like, three parts. Right. Yeah. Okay. So... Basically, Never Never is a story of two lovers who suddenly become strangers and try to figure out why and how this happened. Uh, The story follows a teenage girl named Charlie and her boyfriend Silas. The childhood friends turned lovers since they were 14 years old. That's so cute. So, like, that's a lot of years to just lose. Yeah. Well, I mean... They completely lost all their memories. I mean, true. Yeah. Even who they were. Yeah. It's such an interesting take. Yeah. I was like trying to figure that out mm-hmm. the whole book. And it just kept me turning the page, turn the page, turn the page. Yeah. I, I found. Oh my gosh. Like, and that's the thing, like with Colleen, even though this was different for Colleen, mm-hmm. her writing was still like, I, you still eat it up. Yeah. So and easy to read her. I know it was co-wrote her in Taryn Fisher. Yeah. And I. You couldn't tell the difference? Nope. No, me neither. I have no idea what was Colleen and what was, what was Taryn. Yeah. And I, so like that makes me want to read more of Taryn's books. For sure. Right? Because like I love Colleen. Mm -hmm. You love Colleen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all love Colleen. We all love Colleen. Not all of us. No. So let's just go back to this being originally a three book series. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine reading the first book, the first part? When, as they were releasing the books. No, thank you. Okay, the end of part one. Holy crap. You went through like a roller coaster. Yeah. So I went from, I want to say, the second last page or like a couple pages before it got to the end of this. It was literally just a couple pages. It was just yeah. a couple pages. Yeah, because yeah, it was the beginning of this scene where yeah. it like turns. Yeah, I literally, I cringed so hard. And I, I could have put it down. I was yeah. so close to doing it. But if it didn't take such a big turn as it did, mm-hmm. I would have, I think I would have just left it. Yeah. See, I didn't get that. I didn't get that cringe. Like, I don't know, to me, like, it just, it was such a mystery. And yeah. I guess maybe because I read sci-fi that it didn't really strike me as. And also, in part, I went into this with that expect expectation of it. Yeah being weird and unique so i was like okay this is gonna be you know like a puzzle that's true so i didn't really get that whole like cringy like oh man this book is so weird sort of feel i don't know why it hit me so hard like i was literally sat there in my bed like my face just screwed up i was like <laughs> no you sent me the picture of it that was <laughs> i could not wipe that i couldn't like you need to iron um, out your forehead because yes yeah. <laughs> i was just like as soon as he started reading that letter i was like this is stupid. Why, like, no. Why is this doing this? Could Just... it be because you were in that mindset of it being Colleen Hoover and it not being like her other books? Yes. 100%. Yeah. Because with Colleen, I'm so used to her being, like you said, romance. Yeah. She's very 
obviously everything is fiction, but it's very realistic. Yeah. All of her books. You fall in love. You fall out of love. Mm -hmm. A heartbreaking event happens. Like, it's all things that could happen in somebody's life. And her books follow, like, the same recipe, Mm -hmm. we'll say. True. Right? So this one was definitely way left field. Yeah. Completely. Mm -hmm. And I just, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting, like, something else to be involved. (laughs) I won't say it because I don't want. Not the end of episode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, but now the end of part one, obviously it. Oh man. Yeah. Like that within seconds, it was my, I can't put it down. Yep. My cringe went away. Yep. It just walked through the door. <laughs> yeah. I was so into it then. And I remember like, it was time for me to go to sleep after that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even start part two yet. Oh. <laughs> I just ended it right there. Yeah. But I knew that I was like, okay, I'm going right back at this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But yeah it was good i really enjoyed it again the only thing i think that stopped me from rating it a five star was one the epilogue yeah i think maybe that might have been it because i really enjoyed it other than the person that we don't like that we will talk about (laughs) at the end of episode yeah Ah. (laughs) that was a big cringy moment for me spoiler free right now yeah um no, it was really, really good. I mean, like, I, I couldn't put it down. Yeah. Like, after that part one was finished, I really did enjoy it. I feel like if anybody doesn't, like, if you're currently reading it, just don't read the epilogue. Yeah. Just don't ruin the book for yourself. Just end it. Honestly, <laughs> I wish I listened to the reviews that said that. Because a lot of yeah. the reviews said to just don't read the epilogue. Don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. You're going to literally get to the end and be like, what the F is going on? Yeah. And like. Not the good kind. No. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. It just ruined it. It did. It honestly did. To me, it felt... You know how you don't write a book, like this epic fantasy, and then end it with the main character waking up and it was all a dream? Mm. Nobody does that because they know that Hmm. that's going to piss off a lot of readers. Yeah. That's what this did. (laughs) Not exactly. (laughs) I mean, they didn't wake up thinking that, you know, it was all a dream. I don't mean that, but I'm not literal. It just pissed us off. Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't needed. Nope. I liked how the name of the book, Never Never, how that came up throughout the novel. She's so good. I mean, okay, I know that she co-wrote it with Taryn, but Colleen is so good at doing that. Yeah. She... Bringing in elements of the book into her book covers. (laughs) And, like, the name. Yeah. So, like, with this one, Never Never, how, like, they always say, never stop, never forget. Like, that was so cute. Yeah. The end of every letter was never, never Silas. Yeah. Or, like, that was just awesome. That's so sweet. I know you just realized this. I did, because I'm sure you've seen the absolute shock on my face. Uh Uh-huh. So, how on Verity by Colleen Hoover on the cover, there's a net and there's a canoe. As... Anybody who has read Verity, if you haven't come to this realization, yeah. go look at the cover. Yep. Go I, see what's there. <laughs> it has shattered my heart again. That's the first thing I noticed. Yeah. After I finished it and I looked at the cover again, I was like, that's a net. Yeah. I. That's a canoe. That's some legs right there. I never put that together. Yeah. I'm, wow. Yeah. Same thing with Ugly Love, like you said, the cover of that one. Mm, with, with the, the water. water. Yeah. I never clued into that. So anybody who is reading any of Colleen Hoover's books, 
take note of the cover. Yeah, just before you go into the book, just memorize it and be like, okay, I gotta look for these things. Yeah. Because <laughs> you will find it. Yeah, I never, I forgot all about that with Ugly Love. That was the second Colleen Hoover book I read. See, and I thought you read It Starts or It Ends With Us first. No, that was actually my third wow. Colleen Hoover book. Yeah. What'd you read first? Reminders of Him was the first oh. one. You bought me those two. Reminders of Him and Ugly Love. Are you serious? You did. You bought me the ebooks. I yeah. thought it was only It Ends With Us. No. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you started a very unhealthy obsession. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going through the unhealthy obsession as well, so I needed sure. to. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to join me with that. That's I guess true. that's true. Mm-hmm. But speaking of it, ends with us though. <sighs> did you, uh, you? Yeah, obviously you've seen it. Yep. Uh, did you, the listener, know that they cast Atlas for <laughs> the TV series? Yay! Yeah. We are very pleased, to say the least. Uh, so we already know that Blake Lively is playing Lily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Baldoni is playing Ryle, mm-hmm. which floored me when he was cast for that because he is, I mean, he's going to excel at it anyways. But mm-hmm. it's just, I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid that he's going to play this role really well. Oh. <laughs> and like ruin your... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He just but, went and got his hair cut for like, no, get ready it. for it. <laughs> I've seen that TikTok and how he was like getting emotional and he was just trying to explain it to his kid that like I'm just emotional because I'm donating my hair and yeah. I just oh what a guy. Very unlike Ryle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The contrast is something. So yeah, so who is playing Atlas? Okay, so it's been announced that Brandon Sklinner is playing atlas mm. and i mean he is just spot on what i would have yeah. imagined yeah like and for anyone who doesn't know who that is his star making role was in yellowstone's prequel series 1923 so for any of you watching that you are keeping familiar. on you <laughs> yeah uh oh. yeah he's just he's just perfect for yeah. that role and i'm glad that they took longer to find atlas yeah because he's like, that's some bigger shoes yeah. to fill. It's funny how fast Blake Lively, like, but is Blake Lively, like. I mean, yes. And I feel like Atlas's character is so, uh, he's just harder to fill. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Like, not saying that Lily is, like, not a big character mm-hmm. to fill. But, like, I don't know. It's Atlas. Yes. Yeah. He obviously holds a very special place in the reader's hearts. Oh, I'm so excited to see that. Yeah. Okay. Back on track. Let's talk about Never Never. Right. Sorry. <laughs> we could talk about It Ends With Us for a very long time. But <laughs> so as I'm reading a featured read, I always just go to my notes app and like write down little Ooh, notes. I don't do that. I will eventually. But right now I have two sticky grabby fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, keep popping around the sides of my book and my phone, <laughs> trying to grab it from me. So, in the form of a two-year-old. <laughs> yeah. So when she gets a bit older, maybe I can start multitasking like that. Yep. Understood. Mm-hmm. Well, from for now, I will just annotate for us. That yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So first off, I hate Avril, the guidance <laughs> counselor. Careful she- with the spoilers. Yeah. We um we're gonna keep it right there. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Come back in a few minutes after the uh, the 
the end credits. Yep. And we'll explain that a little more. Which I'm sure if any of you have read it. Oh, you know. Ugh. Like, no. Stop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway. I just like, like, in contrast now to me saying that I hate Avril, I loved their Silas and Charlie's, like, friendship that they had. Like, because it was still very much love each time that they, Mm -hmm. as they're there trying to remember who they are. Yeah. Yeah, they still... like magnets. Yeah. They yeah. still have that very much connection to each other. And I think that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And the new adult romance and dark romance and stuff like that that we're used to <laughs> is great. I'm not saying it's not. Nope. But nothing quite like the uh, YA romance books. Because yeah. it just feels so sweet and so innocent mm-hmm. and so new and fresh. And ugh. like that lovey-dovey is yeah. just... Just so feel good. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I liked the book. Yeah. I did. I really did. It was really good. Yeah. I had a really hard time putting it down. And I understand that it's not everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I get that if you're going into this thinking it's a Colleen Hoover book, I think you're going to be disappointed. It's still very much, I still felt her vibes there. Yeah. Because of the the romance that they had. That's true. And some of the, the way that she wrote very lovey-dovey sentences. Yes. <laughs> Some of those screamed Colleen. Yeah. She's still there. Mm-hmm. And, like, how she writes her, ma- her like, male characters. Yeah. I love her male characters. Yeah. And I know, he was again. so, like, respective of Charlie, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, like <sighs> he was always thinking about, like, how she felt or what she was thinking, stuff like that. Yeah. He was so good to her. Men written by Colleen. And I know Taryn also wrote this, yes. too. But we don't know enough about Taryn's writing, her characters, stuff like that. I'm just speaking broad here because I just love all of the men that Colleen writes. Mm -hmm. We even all loved Ryle at one point. That's true. That's very true. uh, I'll stop fangirling now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, overall, I'm between a 3 and a Mm 3.5. Just because of the ending, I cannot get it out of my head. Yeah, I get that. I understand. I'm still sticking with my four. Okay. <laughs> you do that. Yeah. If you want to keep listening, if you've read Never Never, or if you have no intentions of reading it and you want to stick around and listen to us talk about spoilers, mm-hmm. stay tuned. Listen to the end credits mm-hmm. and we will be back with some spoilers. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to leave us, thanks for listening. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Toodles. Goodbye. Bye bye. Is anybody still there? Did anybody stick around? Hello. 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 <laughs> so, if you're still here, that means you've either read Never Never or you just don't care. Yep. Or you're here by mistake, so get out. Because <laughs> we are about to ruin every single part of this book for you. Mm-hmm. So this was also the book club book of the month. Mm-hmm. It was really cool that we managed to do two and sync one. that up, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how many of us actually finished it. But I know there was at least two people that said that they didn't like it or didn't finish it. I want to know at what point. Yeah. 
did they stop reading it? Well, one said, unfortunately, I won't be finishing it. It didn't keep my attention like the rest of Colleen Hoover's books. I'm excited to start fresh next month's book. Hmm. So, again, that boils down, again, to it shouldn't have been marketed so heavily as a Colleen Hoover book. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, like you were saying, like, when you see Colleen Hoover, <laughs> you think romance, lovey-dovey. Yeah heartbreaking heart shattering whatever yeah events are going to happen i mean it, that was still in this book like silas and charlie's relationship and knowing that like their faded love that no matter what was being thrown at them they were magnetized they were constantly coming back together mm -hmm. but it still yeah. had too much of that sci-fi mystery vibe to it that yeah. a lot of people were just really put off by it, it yeah like somebody like else right there said i wasn't a fan I think it ended. If it ended differently, I would have enjoyed it. But it seemed a little far fetched from the beginning, so it threw me off. That it was. Yeah. It just. I was not expecting it to go the way that it did. I thought drugs were going to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't mm -hmm. thinking that it was going to be some otherworldly fate. Oh, whatever. Mm. Yeah. Lost lot. Like. Yeah. It was. It was kind of a, a shock to the system. Yeah. Not so much for somebody that's used to reading sci-fi i keep mm -hmm. bringing up sci-fi but that's just what it that's just the vibes that it gave me yeah and i mean tarot reading was included in it mm -hmm. um that was so bizarre that the yeah. card came back blank and she was just like i don't have any blank cards in my deck now see like, yeah but she knew who charlie was from the beginning mm -hmm. so was that true that she didn't have any blank card like what i don't know i don't know if it was true or not like i'd like to go back now and reread that part mm -hmm. and so i can reread the things that she was telling charlie mm -hmm. like the way that she was trying to steer her what i don't know oh yeah you know what i mean how she was saying that the answers or whatever closer okay well that's yeah the answers lay with someone closest to you or something yeah. like that so she was referring to her father or that makes sense now yeah that's true i was gonna say too or you could take it even more literal and she had the answers true i mean she, no she did yeah or she even meant uh silas yeah <laughs> like oh my goodness she yeah. was okay but right off the bat, talking about that, um, Charlie's father oh, was yeah. the shrimp's father, father yeah. and the shrimp was the daughter to the tarot reader. Yeah. Like, what? My mind was blown. And then them living in their old house. Yeah. All of that happening, I, like, again, it did seem very far-fetched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very far-fetched. That's the thing. When you put too many things in your novel for shock value mm -hmm. it really starts to cheapen the whole novel 100 percent, yeah but again it was a really good book yeah but it's just there were some things that just felt like eh, like it's a little too predictable yeah and far-fetched yeah and that's like when charlie woke up in a hospital gown mm -hmm. for one that blew my mind i was like what is happening <laughs> Like, when it was just Silas's point of view for so long, I was like, where's Charlie? Yeah. 
what is going on with her. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like chapter after chapter was yeah. all Silas. I did not know where that was going to go, no. though. No. I didn't expect it to be the tarot reader. No. No, me neither. And then for her to call her name Sammy. I don't to understand To call Charlie that. Sammy. If any of you have some speculations, let us know because Please. I am, yeah. Like, why not just say what her real name was? Because obviously she knew who she was. Yeah. Do you think, like, she was actually keeping her there for her own safety? Or do you think that... Because I know, like, it said that she was, like, sort of getting back at Charlie's father. Mm-hmm. But, like, what do you do when you see a, what, 17-year-old who's clearly lost, has some sort of amnesia? Yeah. You're going to take her home and Hold her lock hostage. her up in your basement? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to feel about all of that. Because, like, in real life, you're not going to do that. No. You got to be a little bit mentally messed up yeah. for that to be your first thought of thought process. Yeah. Okay. Um, then to include your daughter. Yeah. Yeah, that this? was. Do you think that she let Charlie go? I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Because it seemed like she. Yep. She got away pretty easily. Yep, Definitely. Yeah, I can see that because, like, it even showed scenes in the school of the shrimp, like, looking at her and being, like, mm-hmm. timid or whatever. Timid, yeah. Her. Yeah. Intimidated. So, I think definitely, I feel like, yeah. I wonder if after, if she had any sort of relationship with the shrimp after. Because mm. that's her half-sister. That's her half-sister, yeah. We need more storyline here. Colleen. Taryn. Help. Help. Well, when I fin when I finished this book, I literally thought that there was a book two. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry for <laughs> yeah you ruined that <laughs> for ruining that on you. Because at first I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll up my rating. The end of the book doesn't <laughs> sound so bad now because there's a part two, so it's gonna be further explained. Mm-hmm. But no, it just literally ends like it's so stupid. It could have been written so much better than yeah. that. Don't have like okay. So, at the end of the book, the end of the epilogue, obviously, Colleen and Taryn are referring to Charlie and Silas's daughter now going through the same thing that Charlie and Silas went through. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, the amnesia. I just thought it was so cheesy when she asked about her doing something for her birthday next month. Yeah. And then Silas is like, isn't her birthday in, like, six months? And then she's just like, oh, it's happening. Like, that's so stupid. Oh, yeah. Have it as something else. Yeah. Have a different question asked or something. It, it should have just been a happy epilogue. Yeah. This shouldn't have... No. Leave like, it as it like is. Like I said about it, cheapening the novel. Yes. Yeah. There was just so... Like, I get that it's fiction. I get yeah. that. But that's just... It's not... It wasn't done right. No. It just... No, it doesn't even exist in my memories. It's just gone. Yeah. Okay, so there was there was just a couple things that I that made me like right giddy. So I'm just oh, gonna read them. Okay. okay. So this is from Silas's point of view now. Uh, she loved you, Charlie says, and then smiles. I'm not even sure I like you yet. I shake my head with a soft laugh. I don't know myself very well, but I must have been com- extremely competitive because I just took that as a challenge. Took what as a challenge? You think you can make me like you again? I look over at her and give my hair the slightest shake. No. 
I'm going to make you fall in love with me again. Oh, like, that's so sweet. Yeah, it is very sweet. Oh, I like Silas. I think through the whole novel, like he. Green flags. Oh, he was just so mm-hmm. respectful yeah. and like, like really in tune to what Charlie was needing. Oh, it was awesome. I loved him. Yeah. And even like while he knew that Charlie was cheating on him, he was still like fighting for her. Yeah. Right, like in that club mm-hmm. or in the bar, wherever it was that he punched, like, I can't remember his name now. No, I can't either. His, yeah, his dad, right? Like yeah. the, the guy that Charlie was cheating on him with. Speaking of the cheating, the guidance counselor. Uh, <laughs> uh, so obviously I get that Silas was just doing that to like, I think he was just doing that just to get, it's all related. Like that was literally... The guy that Charlie was cheating on Silas with, that was his sister. Like, the guy in cancer yeah. was his sister. Yeah. It was, yeah. So, it was some sort of messed up, like, getting back at. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I understand that they had to make her the guidance counselor so that he could get, like, his schedule or whatever from her. But, literally, it could have been just another student that worked in the office that he could have, you know. Oh, even if... It was just like a, a crush. Yeah. Okay. Nothing intimate. Nothing or not. Yeah. Not reciprocated physical. by her. Yeah. 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 Because that was, I mean, this is a child. And she's just, married. Yeah. It just gave me the real bad icks. Yeah. I don't know that. But my jaw dropped. Yeah. When she kissed him, mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. Oh, uh, I know. The book was dropped at yeah. that point i just i mean i obviously went back <laughs> <laughs> obviously oh <laughs> uh, no i don't know i just but again these things that we're saying that are bad it's still i still love the book yeah i still rate it like a i'm in between a three and a 3.5 i'm just gonna end it with that that's all i'm saying mine's saying a four okay yeah interesting mm-hmm. i can see why so i already mentioned that this was also the book for the book club. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do like discussion questions at the end of every book. So for Never Never, there was like nine questions. So I won't go through them all. Okay. But just a couple. <laughs> uh, like this one. Charlie and Silas both have unique relationships with their siblings. How do you think you would react if you were one of their siblings in this story? So if I came to you, just like, <laughs> I don't have a freaking clue who I am. I don't know who you are. I don't know who this little two-foot gremlin is that's running around my legs. Like, what's going on? Like, how not, would you? Not- <laughs> um, yeah. I on, Okay. I wouldn't believe you at first. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> You're pulling my leg here. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, like, I think I would just react the same way that Silas's brother did. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, I really liked him. Yeah. He, he was, was a champ. He was such a good brother through all of that, even though he was skeptical. He was like, man, why are you fucking with me? Yeah. yeah. He was like, right? okay, I'll, I'll play along. Yeah. It's, you know, so then Silas asked him all those questions and stuff. And he was really good with it. Yeah. At least he still, he still took it seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, mm. same sort of thing. Like, I think that you were just, you know, pulling the funny. Uh-huh. But... I don't know if I would entertain the whole running around, um, you know, like, to me, I would think, go to the hospital. 
is some sort of amnesia. You hit your head or something. See that? That makes the most sense. Yeah. That's more realistic. Then, and like, to, especially for them to not even in, involve the police. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. I, like, that's, to me, like, I just, that's what makes it so far-fetched for me. I yeah. Think. They were so secretive with all mm-hmm. of it. Like, tell your mom. Yeah. And I get that. No, not necessarily Charlie's mom because she was an alcoholic. Yeah. And not trustworthy. But Silas obviously knew that he had a good relationship with his mom. Like, he felt that. Yeah. Like, like he knew he was aware. Yeah. You know, he could pick up on clues that he was close with his mom. Um, She'd be the first person that I'd tell. Yeah. I don't know. Like, at least tell somebody. Yeah. Like, I get that they finally told their siblings, like, at the end of the book. Mm-hmm. But, like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. I really did like how uh, how Silas's brother reacted to it. Yeah, he handled it really good. And, I mean, Charlie's sister was younger. Yeah. And, obviously, dealing with the trauma of their family, you know, breaking apart. And yeah. her mom. They both had a really crap time. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, Charlie and Silas have been best friends since before they could walk. If they had never lost their memories, how do you think their relationship would have evolved? Like, they were obviously on a big downward spiral. They wouldn't have lasted. No. They were in the process of breaking up. Yeah. I feel like maybe once they grew apart and they both went through their own life experiences, because they were both only 17, Mm -hmm. once they maybe got into their 20s, I think they would have came back together because mm-hmm. they they obviously had such a really big connection before Charlie's life turned around because that's all that did it. Yeah. Like Lily and Atlas. Exactly. Exactly like Lily and Atlas. <laughs> interesting. Mm, very interesting. I like that. Now, I feel like, you know what? This book would have been... Like, pretty, pretty deadly if, <laughs> pretty if deadly. Colleen wrote it in her own normal way. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I want to know exactly how much Taryn had to, like, what parts yeah. were from Taryn's mind. Interesting. Hmm. I also want to know which chapter she wrote. Because, yeah. like you said, last apps, last episode. They went back and forth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which uh-huh. like I couldn't tell the difference, but no. I wanna know now so I can go pick it apart. <laughs> <laughs> we need to read more of Taryn's. Yep. Yeah. We might even be able to tell then after reading hers. And maybe they do just have very similar writing style. Uh I don't think I'm gonna read out any more of the the questions okay. here because they're kinda lengthy and involve a lot of brain yeah power. Which yeah. yeah. We don't have a whole lot of that. Well, I think that concludes our spoiler-filled discussion. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. And make sure you keep an eye out on our Instagram for our maze featured read. Mm-hmm. We're going to post that tomorrow. Yep. And if you don't follow us, give us a follow. At my sister's CBR. No spaces, no underscores. <laughs> Oh, dear. But yeah. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye. Bye.